0: For the people, Hi. this is Street Radio for Unsung Hero. Riding in the Rigo, trying to stay legal.
1: My daughter found Nemo. I found the new Green. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning. I, I think we're back like we never left. No longer go by the name Gloria. What, what did
2: you go by? G-Money.
0: G-Money. G-money. Let's go. Oh, back, oh, baby. What we bah. Bah. <laughs> so, somebody had the great idea of, you know, leaving us in charge of a radio show. So, let's get the elephants out the room right now. So the, this, the new name of the show is Coffee with Candace. No, shout That's way No, no, it's Coffee with Candace. Ilario Everybody needs his coffee. Hilario and the So, <laughs> you all know this time as Sunday mornings with Brandon Johnson. And it's a little busy right now. A little bit. A little busy. Got, I hope so. Got a couple of things going on here, a little busy right now. So, we are now changing the show. Yeah. For a little while, permanently, maybe, to hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I'll be your host. You all know me, been Brandon's co-host for about, what, three years, four years now? I think so. Something like that. And I get to be here every week with Elario. Hola, and my sister who's not even here today, Tara. Shout out to Tara Stamps. T
2: money in the building,
0: right? You know the great leader coming from the west side. Um, so we're still sponsored by the people. We right. are still sponsored by the people who work for the people. So, Chicago Teachers Union Foundation shout is out. still in the building. We're still sponsored by them. Cook County College Teacher 1600. Thank you. We're still rocking with them. SEIU Healthcare, my home. Let's go. Still rocking with them. And shout out to all of the child care workers who came together yesterday to celebrate National Child Care Day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your work. Um, so. Still rocking with the CFL, Chicago Federation of Labor, and we'll get into this later, but um we passed the Workers' Rights Amendment in Illinois, Let's y'all. This go. is a big thing. And still still rocking with the friends of Brandon Johnson.
2: Los Amigos.
0: So, Brandon you know, Johnson. he got a couple of friends that keep us hot, keep us on the radio. And today
2: we uh, I just want to shout you out though real quick what? Y'all Candace came in here Hip is all Sunday She's rocking the crew neck The no justice And then if y'all see the nameplate The nameplate it says Candice. No, it doesn't. It says Chicago. See? It says Candice see, Castillo.
0: It's still it's still way too early. But you know, in a Black Panther joint, you gotta rock you gotta rock the Panthers as much as possible. <laughs> gotta rock the Panthers as much as possible. But this morning, we are privileged to have the big sister I never asked for. Let's go. One of my best friends in the whole wide world. Best friend. The truth. The truth on Chicago City Council. The truth. The person that don't want crumbs and calling it cake. Don't want crumbs. The older woman, Jeanette B. Taylor. It's too early for y'all. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, older woman. How you doing today? I'm doing. How are you, sister? I'm,
1: I'm pretty excited. We up here. We in
0: it.
2: It's lit.
1: today. We in the building. <laughs> if y'all could hear the hilariousness in the, in this studio with these two. Wait. Are, are we
0: being hilar- hilarious
1: y'all funny. or
0: are we being serious? No, y'all funny. Y'all we are, are hilarious.
1: Serious. Hilario and Candace are hilarious before ten o'clock, I promise <laughs> you they are. Hilario is
0: a teacher. Hilario is probably hilarious at six AM.
2: Oh man. Mm-hmm. On the weekends, I, I I try to sleep in a little bit, but you know, <laughs> we up here at seven, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, seven. I don't, I I tell myself that there's such things as weekends, but I don't, I don't really think that there are.
2: The week never ends. That's the working class thing. That's the working class thing. Speaking of working class, all the women. What's popping in the 20th Ward? What's going down?
1: What's not going down in the 20th Ward? We're a growing community um, that's looking a lot different because of development. And so Mm. you get it on both sides. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Mm. So I'm grateful for some of this development. I'm definitely concerned about families being displaced. So we got Mm. some work to do in the 20th.
0: So I have I have a couple questions for you that goes along that line, but mm-hmm. it's with national stuff. So mm-hmm. I want to or statewide stuff, you know, we just had a monumental federal election. Right. Mostly federal. Uh, shout out to Governor Pritzker. Shout mm-hmm. out to all of our statewide elected officials who won and won by significant margins. Right. But we know. Uh, that jobs right good paying union wage jobs will help more people get to the middle class right mm-hmm. um, and be able to afford these homes that are going up in the 20th Ward so how do you feel the workers rights amendment that pass that gives people a pathway to organize will
1: will help with people who need good paying union jobs So at first I had my reservations Mm because I wasn't really sure about what the ordinance was supposed to, what this policy was supposed to do. But we got too many workers that are mistreated Mm -hmm. in these different spaces they work at, Mm -hmm. and they're often... Uh, ridiculed about joining the union, but there is nothing like having a protection as being a worker. We know that the workforce now is, is really low because we don't pay a living wage. Mm. We don't give people insurance. They have no safety net. They get no 401k or pension. And so people got the right to organize and say what they want their wages and, and what they want their protections to be. And so it's only right. We, we gotta get out of, Union busting. Like Chicago is a union town and it has worked for us because it te- it protects the people <laughs> who actually are working these service and these different jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes we just don't have the conversation about what unions do. People see them as, oh, them just people that want their way. No, these are people who are protecting the people. Who serve us every day? Mm -hmm. Think about the folks who who writing tickets. And Mm -hmm. while we don't want no tickets, those workers still need to be protected. They out in the cold. Oftentimes, they they get threats for writing tickets. Mm -hmm. Just pay your meter. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in the workplace, you're thinking about places like Walmart and Target. Those places are not unionized, but it's also because they're often scared to. Mm -hmm. There's this rhetoric of the union ain't going to do nothing but take your money, and that's it. No, you'll be protected. Imagine getting fired on a job that you know you need and you didn't do anything but maybe not have a good day. And because your your boss or your supervisor um, is having a day, you get fired. You in the union, that don't happen. You can't just fire me just because. There has to be some, some things that you put in place. And so I don't think people really understand what the union does, but those are bigger conversations that we need to
2: have. Yeah, I think those nuances that you were bringing up are really important, too, right, because those are the conversations that, Uh, unfortunately come up and they come up because capitalist, big money puts in that messaging. Right. Um, And uh, I'm glad you're here as well, because it's like a, like we have access to what, what's happening um, behind the scenes, these at these conversations. Right. So like, can you talk a little bit about what you've seen, what you've experienced at the city when you fought back and, and fight for working class families? Like what, what kind of pushback are you seeing? Are you getting You know, who are these forces?
1: So I've been told that I'm in a different tax bracket. And so I need to act like it Mm. when I'm Mm. saying that. Say that again. What does that mean? You're in a different tax bracket, so you need to act like it. What does that that mean? that means being a black elitist. That means because I make more money that I mistreat the people who make less than me, and that's not how I see it. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself any different than the people that I'm paid to represent. And I'm going to say that again for the people (laughs) in the back, that I'm paid to represent. Like, I know that this is a servant job, and so that rhetoric of I make more now, I should act different, was never going to fly with me. Me. even mm. when it comes to what my hair looks like or what I wear. I'm always ridiculed. But definitely for the last three budgets, I voted no because my community can't afford a property tax increase. Mm. And so people are like, it's nothing but $56. $56 is food to families in my ward. That's medicine for my seniors. <laughs> Hell, that's a pair of gym shoes, depending on where you get them, for the young people um, in my community. And so in city council there is this they're called unwritten rules and there are plenty of them where we act like we're better than the people we're paid to represent wow and so it's it's a real sick system And it's actually, I tell people all the time, City Hall is the devil's den, Hmm. because that's where they make all the bad deals and all the bad decisions. And I always say we're so busy implementing, we don't ask. And so we waste resources, we waste time, and we waste energy, because instead of us asking the people what it is they need or want, we just assume that we know. Hmm. Half of my coworkers don't know what it's like to go to bed hungry. I do. Half of my coworkers ain't never lived, dealt with domestic violence so their kids can have somewhere to stay. I have. Mm-hmm. And so because I know what it's like to be at the bottom, just because I made it a couple of notches doesn't mean I mistreat or look down on other people. And I think that's one of my <laughs> biggest issues with, with, with city council. It's like we don't even think. So like the real estate transfer tax. We were talking about this is one-time fee on buildings over a certain amount. And the folks... Uh, of course, that our relatives are having a whole fit. But if that little amount of money can cure homelessness, why not? Just say mm-hmm. you hate poor people because that's mm-hmm. how y'all operate. Come so on. let me so let me go back. Right. So recently
0: there has been a mayoral candidate out there. Right. Who has said that, you know, under his leadership, there'll be no more boots in Chicago. Mm. Right. And we know we saw um Alderman Anthony Bill fight the fight this year about the red light cameras, right? Mm-hmm. And we heard the argument. How
1: realistic is it to get rid of boots in Chicago? Not really, because they use that revenue to run the city. I think people forget that. And not that it's right. It's like, it's simple. When you park, pay the daggone meter. Mm. It's $2. Would you want that $2 or that $50 or that $100? See, there's just some small things that we could do. And while we know those things were put in place to hurt the black and brown community, they are what they are. And so if we take away the boots, not to say that it's the best thing, where is the replacement revenue is what I could say. And so it's like us, we sold the parking meter, the parking meters, that company in the first year made what they paid, what they paid us. And so it's been, what, 10 years now? Yeah. They've made a killing. I wish people would figure out how we get our parking meters back. Because mm. that's more revenue. That's less taxing of communities. That's us not raising the property taxes. They're going to go up on fines and fees again if we start talking about eliminating the boot. And don't get me wrong. Those things do hurt black and brown communities. Red light cameras, all of those things. But also it's us thinking about where we're going to get the revenue for. And I don't have enough co-workers who are really progressive. Mm. People throw around that word and say they are progressive, but how are you progressive when you're voting against a base of folks um that you already know struggle mm. and it wouldn't hurt your community at all. So let's we go we go jump us a break, but um when we come back,
0: let's talk about that all the yeah. men, Taylor. All the women spin boys is All right. Let's talk about what is who is progressive? We name a name. MC Taylor in the building. What? Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so Lario, do you want to know how I test? If people are really from Chicago, and it's an ad, so we can't finish it, right? Uh-huh. But all the woman Taylor, feel the warmth and luxury that you deserve. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how you know somebody is really from Chicago. It don't matter your generation. That's how you know somebody is really from the city.
2: I thought you were gonna say Peter Francis, and then you got it. Peter Francis,
0: you're right, Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on, man. Is that's how no, you look know at those
1: low rates?
0: Oh my God, I hated those <laughs> commercials. Man, me too. I hated Eagle Man commercials. And then how did they
2: get shacked? Oh, I don't know. No, that's
0: Lincoln Insurance. No, that's a general. That's a general. The general. The general. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway. But right. Yeah,
2: we can't be giving these these <laughs> capitalistic buildings
0: free advertisement. We cannot we stop with this. We cannot. But if you if you don't know the whole rap for the more M- oint commercial, I question if you really from Chicago. I hear you. Way for catfish. I question if you really from Chicago. And I find that everybody is moving here, right? I talk to people all the time. My age, younger. Um, they're from everywhere that's not here.
2: I was at, first of all, I was eating breakfast. Shout out, shout out Sweet and Maples in uh, Little Italy because that place is delicious. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say who it was over there. But, you know, y'all need to talk to your people, Sweet Maples. And my, my man was like, uh, oh, he was asking me about a store. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's on Polina. And he's like, oh, Polina, bro. And then he's like, oh, Polina. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I'm like, where? Mm -hmm. I I Immediately I said, "Mm, where are you from? Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, uh, I was raised in the suburbs. I was like, "Mm, it's obvious. It's Polina. (laughs) He's like, oh, okay." I was like, yeah, yeah, it's not Polina.
0: I mean, I I don't. I'm not mad at the people that were raised in the suburbs and moved in the city. I'm not mad about those who see the beauty of our city and come right to our city. Right. I'm not, I'm not mad at them. Chicago is a gorgeous, beautiful city. Right. But I am mad at those who come and tell us, Oh, no, we're not good enough. Or tell Mm. us how we're going to change certain things. Or how, how we're, we just suck. Mm -mm.
1: Uh, I love the, I'm from Chicago. You're from Bowlingbrook, brother. You're not from Chicago. Uh, Stop saying that. You're from Skokie. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Naperville.
1: We need people who really love,
0: and I've said this on this show before, I wish our elected officials in Chicago, and I'm talking about every level of government, right they love the Lotte man. They love the pierogi lady. Mm-hmm. They know where to get good snowballs from. They know where to get good hot dogs from. Ooh. They know how to get Italian ice in the summertime. They, they appreciate Humble Park as much as they appreciate Washington Park. I, we need elected officials in this city who love this city and not just the people that make over $250,000 a year. That's right. So when we talk about progressive people, right, I think about those who love this city and not just their section of the city, Mm. not just a corner of the city, not just the southwest side, not just the northeast side, but the city, right? When we're thinking about that and we're talking about progressive politics, how do you think Elitism and only loving corners of the city you come from play into that.
1: City council, mm-hmm. <laughs> the city council is a definite place where you have people who only love their part of. Look at their votes. Look at the way they vote. Look at the mm-hmm. way they argue about something as simple as renaming Lakeshore Drive to Dusabo Lakeshore Drive. Had a white man discovered Chicago, Mm. it would have been named after him. But because it's a black man, we're struggling. Mm. Like, make it make sense. And we have we're we're no longer have the the ability to to not work together. So whether I like you or not or whether I agree with you or not, it's our responsibility as elected officials to work together for the entire city. Shame on us that we got the tale of two cities, the haves and have nots. That's 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 on city council. We and we we got to hold each other accountable for that. But we also got to call it what it is. I was just told by one of my coworkers. There's an unwritten rule that we don't. in, in races we don't go against our co-workers hmm. who the hell wrote that rule because they need to erase it hmm. like if you have voted against everything that helps and support communities that look like mine I don't want you as a co-worker and I think sometimes we forget just because we don't politically agree with each other don't mean we got to fight don't mean we got to argue but we do have a duty to work with each other and I just we're in a time where we just don't have that luxury anymore
0: Mm. so I have a question right Uh, so I I recently went to go see Punch Nine alright I know I'm not supposed to put an ad out for anything and I don't think it's in the (laughs) shows at the show anymore but if you haven't seen Punch Nine go see Punch Nine and you really get a perspective of how great Harold Washington was, and how there are some of the same players that are still around messing in Chicago politics that were the most obstructive to Harold Washington in the first place. Mm -hmm. They are still there are people, and I'm not gonna name names because we said we're not gonna do that. But there are people sitting in City Council right now who have been indicted
2: we not naming names.
0: We're not naming names, though. They wear <coughs> pinstripe suits. And if you watch it, they wore pinstripe suits in the 80s. It's the same Who, suit, actually. It's, <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. But they had white hair in the 80s. So what does that tell you about them now? Shout out to me going gray. But they had white hair in the 80s. But yet and still, they still sit in city council now and have been the most obstructionist for black and brown people in Chicago Mm-hmm. For their
1: whole tenure there, right? But they are still there. just I give away turkey, hams, and toys.
2: Come on. And I, I like what you were saying, uh, all the women, you know, that saying of all skin folk and kin folk, right? Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, um, we tend to lean on this idea of, of identity politics right mm-hmm. now, right? Like, you know vote for the on uh, my vote for the Latino vote for the Latina because you are Latino Latina and it's it's our turn right but that doesn't mean it's always the best choice doesn't mean it's the right choice.
0: But even if it's vote for the black guy, vote for the black guy because you black. It's still like, but what are your politics Absolutely. and why aren't we asking questions? I don't give a good God darn how much free gas you get. Hmm. I don't give a good God hmm. darn how many turkeys you give out. And I love the fact you bail people out of jail on Father's Day. But what about not Father's Day? And what what are those things that you support that landed them in jail in the first place? Mm-hmm. What are those things that you support that keep our gas prices so high? Mm-hmm. What are the things that you support that causes the extra taxes on our groceries? Mm-hmm. Or that keep our park districts in disrepair? Or streets in disrepair? Or has all the older people paying out of their um, money for cameras that that don't even work half the time. What do you support? It is not good enough to say they black. They Latinx. They're gay. They're a woman. That That is not good enough anymore. And it darn sure ain't good enough to keep people from breaking in cars. Mm-hmm. It's darn sure not good enough to keep people from getting carjacked. It's darn sure not good enough to keep people from killing each other. So how do we how do we wrap our heads around that in the racist city of Chicago, which has always
2: been? And you're right because it's, it, it's not enough. People are out here struggling right now, right? My 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 sixty two year old father has he prides himself in his work van, and it's like the oldest thing, right? But it was stolen the other day, and it was found later in Cicero, and he. Immediately, he was like, man, someone just needed to get from point A to point B. Like, you know what I'm saying? He understood. That, that was the struggle. He was, he was so sad when it happened. And, and sad because mainly I, I thought he would be angry, but he was really just sad. Like, man, my van. But when he found it, he was like, yes, yeah, someone just needed to get from point A to point B. Like, I, I, that's probably what it was. They needed to just get from one to the other. And I was like, did they take anything from them? He was like, they took my coat." So it they were was cold. cold.
0: Now we talk about people taking coats, right? Nobody in one of the richest cities in the world. And look up the stats if you want to. We are one of the richest cities in the world culturally. But yeah, okay, we're beautiful. Culturally, we are one of the dopest places ever. Mm-hmm. But financially we are in one of the richest cities in the world and how much of the city
1: budget goes to the police Woman taylor almost 50 50. almost 50 percent of the budget
2: half of our money yep wow
1: we just spent three million dollars on helicopters
2: so so wait
1: a minute
2: That's hol-
1: Wait a minute. Say hol- that hol- again. We just spent $3 million on helicopters. We bought two new ones and we're repairing another one.
2: So we- for for two new helicopters and to repair one, we spent $3, three
1: million. Yep. So, le- so let me ask this. Let me ask
0: this. So we spent $3 million on new helicopters. What
1: exactly will these helicopters be used for? So if you go back to the budget season, that's what I asked. Like, How are y'all? What's the purpose of them? And they say they help out with car chases. So we're using million-dollar helicopters to chase car thieves, who a lot of times are kids. They just joyride in them. They may or may not crash them, and they leave them. You got insurance because you can't live in the city. You can't have a car without insurance. So it will
2: be repaired. or It will be totaled out and you get paid for it. And that's what we're using them for. So would you say... All the way, Matela, in your in your tenure that you've been there, you've ever seen a time because there's this there's this uh, this whole thing of oh we're 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 taking money away from police. Have you seen that, or have you seen the ver- the opposite where we're actually continuously investing more and more?
1: Think about this. We are still funding empty positions. So you tell me Mm. it's common sense. They haven't taken any money away from the police. They've reallocated some positions to go to different places, but they haven't taken any money from there. So you see it. It's still why. Let me tell you something. You invest in the things you believe in. So if we're saying that young people are the problem, why are we not investing in after-school programs, Mm. year-round employment, schools in general, all young people should have laptops and tablets. You invest in what you believe in. This Mm. city believes in policing and over-policing, but it damn sure don't believe in accountability because we're spending billions of dollars in, in wrongful deaths. Look at Miss Anginette Young, that that whole thing. And so <clears throat> we're putting our money where our mouth is when it comes to policing. And like we need to have a conversation about policing and safety. Police are not proactive. Mm-hmm. Policing don't doesn't keep us safe. We know how to keep our own selves safe in our communities. If you would just give us the money and mind your business and stop putting all the stipulations on the money that you give folks to create change. We would have a different city. See, this generation they lost. It's been neglected. Mm-hmm. And we got to own that. We, we set them in schools with no books. Sorry. We set them in buildings with no Internet. We set them in buildings where there are no teachers and there are substitutes for a whole year. Now, what type of damn school has a substitute teacher for an entire year? Schools mm-hmm. pass CERMAC. Mm-hmm. Let's call it what it is. And so when a city invests, when you see where they spend their money, you know what they honor and love. And in this city, it's the police, mm. not young people, not the taxpayers, not the elders who get out and vote. Because that's, right. that's who's voting. They don't even have an office of senior services anymore. Wow. Show you what they think.
0: So I want to go back to a couple of things that Alderman Taylor said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go, let, let's dial it back. And I just wanna I just wanna bring it all together. So, Alderman Taylor, let me let me get this straight. If we were investing Three million dollars, which is a drop of a bucket in city services in in city government. If we were investing three million dollars in our young people Hmm. at minimum, then we wouldn't have to invest three million dollars in helicopters to chase our young people when they are doing things like stealing on cars, stealing cars. Let me make it deeper for you. If we were teaching our young people how to work on cars or electrical engineering in schools that had those programs or those programs in city colleges as after-school programs or put $3 million in advertising the programs the city colleges already has. Shout out to CCTU. If we were investing that type of money, then maybe we wouldn't have kids bussing in Kia Rios like the Kia boys and trying to take all those cars because they know maybe. Actually those children are geniuses because they know how to do these things.
1: (laughs) From a video, from a YouTube video, they to figure out how to steal a car without a key. Tell me these kids ain't brilliant. Now that ain't what I want you to use your brilliance on. Right.
0: Right. (laughs) So how do we so we could have used three million dollars to encourage brilliance Instead of chasing, probably don't get caught because the clearance rate in Chicago is still under 30%. Absolutely.
2: Mm. So what you're saying is if we have more social workers, more nurses, more teachers, Absolutely. more counselors to love on these students, then... They wouldn't be out there robbing cars and we wouldn't need the helicopter.
1: Or
0: maybe if we had a fully funded park district with actual <laughs> programs for kids to learn how to do stuff. Shout out to my brothers and sisters at SEIU 73. Then maybe, just maybe, there would be more programs in the communities for these babies to be doing something else other than robbing and stealing.
2: Or what about if they had somewhere to go if they needed help Absolutely. when they were dealing with mental health issues? Like Shout mental out to, to good clinics. kids,
1: man, Kitty. With the peace book. Oh, if we, if kids had
0: something like the peace book that got shot down, Mm. if kids had something like the peace book, maybe, just maybe, they could find somewhere
1: to go Mm, or find something to do. Or maybe the young people suicide rate wouldn't be so high. But we don't talk about that either. And especially in the
0: black and brown community, yeah. especially in black and brown males. Or or maybe the drug rate and the fentanyl overdoses wouldn't be so high among young black and brown people mm. because they had something healthy to do if they had the peace book.
2: I just want to say, three million dollars. You're talking about fifty staff members in schools. Mm. You know, that's just you're talking
1: about funding an after-school program for the rest of the year. That all young people could attend. So mm-hmm. we ain't cherry-picking, oh, you the good kid, so you get to go to after school. Right. You struggling. You can't go, because we ain't going to deal with you. We would have the money, resources, and support, not only for those young people, but for that staff member as well. We're talking about a technology <laughs> program to help
0: fix cars and work on cars on. and build computer systems in one of our Chicago public schools for two years with $3 million. Y'all not ready for that conversation? We're
2: we making it make sense this morning. We're we'll be right back after this commercial
0: so I know we're talking a lot about Chicago and I don't want to get off the subject of Chicago but today is Trans Remembrance Day Mm. and Sadly enough, in the news this morning, there was a shooting at a nightclub in Colorado with 20 um, people who are LBG2, LBGTQIA plus were murdered, right? Um, and these mass shootings are a problem, right? But I know, Older Woman Taylor, before you got elected, and even now, um, you have been a part of We March for Her. Mm, that is for black women. And with this case with the young lady in Mexico
1: mm-hmm.
0: and all the missing black and brown women, trans absolutely. women included, mm-hmm. cisgender women, women, Like on this Trans Remembrance Day where there's been a number of cases of black trans people who have been murdered by partners and Chicago Police Department has not done anything about it um, or the community doesn't know about it. What would you like to say to those families or to the city
1: at large? They are people (laughs) just as we all are and i don't care who you sleep with i don't care how you live your life you just you deserve justice mm. that's just what it is and so there's a young lady in our community um, her mother calls her day day so she's a trans woman and her family actually accepted her her mother um when i was running asked me what i marched to them from where she got killed which was in the third war to the police station and i did um <clears throat> the mother kept saying the person that killed her was in my house wow. I know who that person is wow. when we got to the police station um I knew one of the commanders there because he was commander in in my ward and so i was like I need y'all to take this serious this is her baby Baby. She accepted who her child was. Just because you don't, ain't her monkey, ain't her circus. Come to find out, it was her partner. Her partner was scared that people are going to find out that she was a trans woman. And he killed her. Wow. And so that's one case that got solved. And literally, I get other families that call me. But the problem with this is it's not enough of us saying this is wrong. It, it, it just does not matter. And we got to get to a place where we see each other. As as each other. Like I don't see Hilario as a Latino brother. I see him as my brother. I see him as the coolest Latino
0: man in Chicago. Yes. And I will be able to put money on that. The second coolest is Eric Martinez. But but the coolest man in Chicago is Alario. Look at him. Look at him right now. Is that Fortune House? what's Fortune House? God bless
2: you. God bless you. Fortune House, uh, shout out to y'all Actually in the low end um, They have an, a, a dope gallery out there But these young brothers started Fortune House, I should say just young people um, During the Civil unrest 2020 um, And they do a lot of good Work down there uh, they're, they're, they're doing work on, on safety They're doing work on um, On food, poverty You name it, uh, so shout out to them You know, So I'm repping them this morning Because they're doing amazing work over there
0: So when we get back to the conversation about uh, women, about black and brown women, when we go missing trans and cisgender women when we go missing it's not talked about when we oh, die it's not talked about and I know people are like well I don't agree with that lifestyle I don't agree with that I don't agree, yeah. agree with this but this is not that much different from in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s when black and brown women would go to the police station and say I was raped I was beat up by my husband I was doing all of that and it was ignored by every police department but yeah Chicago Police Department, too.
2: Can you talk about what is that reaction like? You know, uh, I know all the women, Taylor, you're dropping a lot of gems right now on, on the kind of the behind the scenes in city council, right? What's the reaction like in city council when issues like this come to the table, right? Anginette Young and, and all these other issues that come to the table. What- it
1: doesn't affect their wards, so they don't care. Mm. Think about it, There were 10 people who didn't vote for the Anginette Young ordinance, so it never made it out of committee. But she was on TV at every radio station and tweeting that it was a shame she stood for that many minutes naked. Mm. How you get that wonderful speech, but then you turn around and vote against her interests. And see, for Ms. Young, this was never about money. This was about changing how we do um, police raids. We don't even talk about police raiding Kid, houses where kids are three and four years old. Ms. Young happens to be a social worker. So imagine if she's going through this mentally and emotionally, what a three or four year old child is going through. And the city of Chicago gives no resources. And that's on public record. Nobody from from uh, CPD ever went and talked to Ms. Young afterwards. You know what? Even that, before she filed her lawsuit. That was, there was one officer who came to the
0: scene later
2: and show compassion. The one that put the... The, the blanket over. Blanket. No,
0: well, and talk to... Well, no, not the one that put the blanket, but the one who talked to her afterwards. You want to know who that officer was? Ella French. Ella French.
1: Mm. Officer Ella it's French. The one that, got that was killed. Absolutely.
0: We don't... It's one thing in Chicago to have policing. It's one thing to solve crime. It's another thing, and I've talked to so... So many women officers, especially black and brown women officers, Mm
2: -hmm. who show
0: compassion but are mistreated by their brothers and sisters on the police force. But we don't hear those stories. We don't hear those stories of people who police with compassion and people who know and love people. And when we talk about Anjanette Young, yeah, she got some money, but which wasn't enough, like big media but nothing changed. So let me say it again. If you, if somebody calls and says, I think they got drugs in the house, the police do a no-knock raid, they can leave you standing there butt naked too mm. because none of the rules have changed. Mm. None of the rules have changed.
1: So what does that say about us, y'all? Ain't no us, it's them. Ain't mm-hmm. no us, Boom. it's them. We got to start calling people out and un- listen. One of my coworkers has been in office since I was born, and I'm forty seven years old. Wow! Yes, so the mayoral candidate
0: has been in Chicago politics since I since I turned one.
1: And wow. you got to look at people. What people have been doing their entire lives, or what they even been doing in the last five years. If in the last five years, you ain't done nothing to help the community, why do you deserve to sit in this seat? See, we got to see politics different. we got to know that these people are elected by us and for us, and the minute they turn off, they backs on us, they need to go. Mm-hmm. Ain't no ifs ands and buts about it. They just need to go. And we, I, there's this saying that say we are the leaders. We have been waiting on. Stop making these folks think that you got to be in a box, look a certain way. I was told. My dreads look bad, and the thought that their color is unprofessional. You can kiss my unprofessional, I ain't going to say on the radio show. But my heart is in the right place. I'm fighting with and for my people. And while I might not always agree with them, I'm working with them every day to create real change. And if an elected official is not doing that, you are voting for the wrong person. You got somebody who is running for office who was the head of closing schools, and now we're going to elect them to the fifth floor? No, not on my watch. Don't do it, y'all. Don't do it. This is an opportunity for us to show what, what real black and brown unity looks like and for us to get somebody who is actually gonna listen. Somebody who's actually gonna work with us. Somebody who is actually gonna say, you know what? I may not agree with you. Make me think otherwise. Have mm-hmm. some real hard conversations around race, around gender, around, um, Hell, religion, because we're Mm -hmm. fighting about all of these things and we're missing out on taking care of the young people who are supposed to change all this. So, Alderman Taylor, before we get out of here, I have
0: one question that I might put you on the spot a little about, but it's a real question, right? So a lot of people don't really know what their alderman does or even supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Of course. And I because I like to leave this show with some solutions. Right. What are three questions that people should be asking their current elected officials and people who are running right. for That's office right. when they come to your door and say, can I get your vote? That's what right. are three questions that people should be asking? them?
1: What have you been doing in the last five years? What legislation or policy, this is for people who are already in the office, have you created that didn't help you but help folks in your community and other communities? Mm-hmm. How are you working with the community? That means elders, that means young people, that means Gen X. If you got an elected official that think, oh I could do this by myself, I don't need nobody, please don't vote for them. Mm-hmm. There is no way in the world I could do my job if I did not take my constituents to City Hall with me. Period. Ain't no ifs, ins and buts about it. This is not a one-person job. This is a person who is supposed to be able to bring the community together and us to advocate for what we all need. Not right. one set of folks, not just the seniors, not just the youth, not the, just the Gen X, what everybody needs. And we can get it if there is political will. See, right. I'm an elected official who is protected by my community. So when I'm advocating and I say stuff for my community, it ain't because that's what Jeanette wanted to say. It's my because my community said, this is what we want you Doing, we got your back, and it doesn't go against my moral compass because at the end of the day, right is right, wrong is wrong, and we know that. And mm-hmm. so, people just have to start voting for folks who have the political will to stand up and say it's wrong for people to sleep on Roosevelt and Taylor.
2: Can we just, we gotta give all the women to jet Taylor her flowers, right? Like she came out, she came on here during her Sunday. But I believe in giving folks their flowers while we still can. Because oftentimes, more than not, we don't.
0: She don't want no flowers. She want cake.
1: (laughs) Cookies. And we go.
2: She gonna get all of it. Right. Because she does more than just show up. And by the way, y'all, we have more than one person not showing up. Right. We had, what, 25 people that didn't show up the other day to 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 not so, vote on the bring Chicago home ordinance. That's right. Right. So she to goes,
0: hear The hearing, not even vote right. on it. To hear the hearing about the problem of homelessness in Chicago. We had more than 25.
2: All the people not show up. So it's it's not just about showing up, but she does that. Right. But I've gone to knock doors for her. I've heard people in her in in, in her ward. They feel listened to. They feel like someone is, is actually taking them to city council, fighting with them and for them, right? And if y'all have the opportunity, come down to the 20th Ward, knock on doors, listen for yourselves, right? But that's the type of champion that we, we need in city council, because not only do they fight for their constituents in their own ward, but they realize that they're part of a larger city, Absolutely. right? our older women realizes that it's not just the folks in the 20th ward. It's the folks in the 25th ward. It's the folks in the 36th ward. It's all over the city. Right. Cause we're all, we're all Chicago. Absolutely. All right. So we love you. women. Thank y'all. You're uh, right.
0: So since we, <laughs> sister I didn't want, <laughs> since we have been, you know, taking a little hiatus, some big things happen. Um, I got to watch my sister, my friend on the northwest side become Congresswoman-elect Delia Ramirez Hernandez. (laughs) We saw the Workers' Rights Amendment pass in Illinois. But what was not really mentioned and nobody talked about is now we will have a Pan-Asian caucus in Springfield. A real one. Let's right. Yeah, we had Internet and young ordinance fail because substantive change wasn't made. Right. We saw BCH not a hearing, not even be listened to. Yet another budget passed that invests in belts and closets for our children, but does not invest in food, jobs, and housing mm-hmm. for our children. That's good. Right? We have seen carjackers, the kid boys, the Hyundai boys in a record high. We are also re-entering another snow season. Where, if y'all remember from the funny video, shout out to. Uh, the comedian who dresses up as our dear mayor on Instagram who showed the snow plows not being on the south and west side last year. Mm-hmm. We're entering another season. Yo, it's cold outside, y'all. It yes. It is freezing. It's freezing today. But you know what is also freezing for? It's freezing for them people that's outside. Ooh. It's freezing for those kids that have nowhere to go after school. Mm-hmm. It's freezing for them people that didn't get a lot of heat and can't pay a gas bill right now. It is freezing for our seniors mm-hmm. who are in senior buildings that are not well heated because because he, CHA ain't got the money. It is freezing mm-hmm. for those people who live on the coast on South Shore Drive whose water is flooding into their basements or their condo builders on the regular basis. It is freezing in Chicago, y'all. And either we gonna thaw out a little bit and we gonna get somebody in all these offices, not just the fifth floor, but we gonna change city council or we gonna keep being called. Chicago wind is cold, y'all. Mm. Chicago wind is cold and we not the Windy City from the cold. We the windy city from the hot air of the politicians. Let's go. Let's get rid of this hot air. Let's die out. (laughs) spitting bars.
2: We love y'all.
0: And if God says the same, when Sunday comes...